Hello and welcome to another episode of the Compile Through Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Whittem. In this podcast, we talk about everything related to Apple platforms and Apple development. Let's get on with the show. What's up, everybody? So in this episode, it's a bit of a catch up. I am back in the pod seat here. We took a little break here on the Compulsive Podcast while I was enjoying the turkey and the season and just kicking back a bit, which I recommend you all do when you have the chance, because Lord knows as developers, we push ourselves too hard and we never stop and take a break. In this episode, I'm going to talk about a couple of things. First of all, I have a special episode coming up. I'm going to be a guest on Leo Dion's podcast and the Empower apps. We're going to be doing something a little different here. We are going to be taking the entire year of the Swift and Apple development world and condensing it down into the highs, lows, and everything in between for you. And so that's an episode we're going to be recording soon. I'm looking forward to that. Always a pleasure to sit and talk with Leo and always an honor to be a guest on his podcast. Check that out. Look for the Empower Apps podcast. I'll put a link in the show notes. Also in this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit. Now I've had my new MacBook Pro 14 for a couple of weeks, putting it through its paces. It is my daily driver. Some of the highs and the lows that I've had with it. I have not so far, thankfully, experienced too many lows, but there is one that I want to mention, which apparently is not unique to me, so I don't know if I feel good or bad about that. It doesn't seem like it's hardware. It seems like it may be software related is what I'm hoping. I have noticed that I can pretty much replicate this every time and I can generate kernel panics by using some USB-C hubs, which sounds weird, right? Because it's a laptop, you're going to be using hubs. Now, at first I thought it was a power management issue, but it turns out that I can do this with both powered and bus powered drives, so hubs, sorry. It's a bit weird there. I'm hoping it's just a weird glitch in Monterey or some kind of fix that they can do on the software. And it's not something related to the USB-C ports. Doesn't feel like hardware to me. At first, I was a little concerned that it was, but doesn't feel like hardware. It also doesn't seem to matter. On this MacBook Pro 14, there's three USB-C ports. I've tried all three, so it's not there's one that does it in particular that maybe is a higher power, lower power, something like that. Very strange. As soon as I don't use those hubs, uh, everything's fine and no kernel panics, which is really bizarre because I'll be honest, folks, this is the first time I think I've had a kernel panic in many years on Mac OS. So it was a real surprise to me and a bit disappointing, you could say. You wonder if maybe something got through testing or maybe Apple knows about it and they're working on it, but didn't want to share the details. I don't know, something like that. Anyway, watch out for it. If you've had that problem, let me know. Reach out to me on any of the networks, Compile Swift, or go to compileswift.com and let me know there. Would definitely like to hear about that. Sort of keeping track on that. So that's uh, really the couple of things there that's been going on. I have been working on a couple of projects, have not been doing much Swift code the past couple of weeks. It's that time of year where as we get into the holiday season, I like to slow things down because Lord knows we're busy enough in our day jobs and adding that extra pressure to get everything out. But I wanted to get an episode out uh, ahead of the one with Leo and to get back into the swing of it here because I have a couple of projects I'm working on. I'll talk about those probably in some future episodes. But I've been experimenting with different ways of doing things and trying out some different tools and stuff like that. Interestingly, something I did not plan to be doing, but ended up doing so anyway, was unrelated to Swift in many ways, but tangentially related, I guess. 
I had to spend more time than I had ever planned over the past couple of days working on one of my websites, my own personal website, peterwidham.com, because my hosted WordPress service was uh, infiltrated by some folks. It wasn't actually my site, which is maybe worse. It wasn't the sites that were infiltrated. It was the system itself. So I've mentioned that on Twitter. I'm not going to mention the company here, but I had to do some work there to just make sure everything was fine. Thankfully, everything was fine on my sites. There wasn't no signs of any issues or anything like that, but still a frustration you really don't want to be dealing with this time of year and made me thankful that the compileswift.com website is a static generator uh, running on Gatsby.js. I've mentioned that before. And so that was something that helped me out there. It was one less thing to worry about. I do need to do a lot of updates to that site, and I'll probably talk about that in some future episodes, some plans that I have. Something I like to do this time of year is as I feel like I have more time on my hands to deal with my own personal projects and stuff like that, is to plan a bit for next year. And that's been some advice I want to give you. Take a look at the projects you're working on, projects you want to do for next year. Sit and think about them. See if they're heading in the right direction. See if there's changes you need to be made, updates. Maybe you've got some stuff that's using older technologies. Maybe you should plan to update that next year. I'm sure Apple will keep pushing Swift UI. So that's something we all have to think about. Maybe too soon for many of us on the async await stuff, but something we definitely need to be familiar with. I like to plan out a little bit of stuff that I'd like to mess with next year, as I call it. No technical name for it there. But I think that's something that you should all be thinking about as well is where do you want to take your stuff next year? What was successful for you this year? Did you change tool sets? How are you finding the new versions of Swift? All this kind of stuff to try and guide into making a, a better development next year. Is there any training that you haven't done? Lord knows I got a bunch of tutorials and books and videos and everything else. I've yet to make my way through and I'm, I'm trying to catch up on the more excellent stuff. And in fact, we'll be in Black Friday this year. It's a great time to go and get a bunch of that training material, as I've mentioned before. That's always a good thing to invest in yourself and invest in your future and do something like that. Because do you really need another 70-inch TV? I don't think so. But you can always benefit from more knowledge and stuff like that. So that's it. Just a couple of quick updates here for you this weekend as I'm putting this episode out and, and getting back in the swing of things. A lot more to come. Like I say, I'm looking forward to that episode, talking with Leo. I will certainly share that with you all. Again, check out the Empower Apps podcast. You should definitely go listen to that. I love listening to, to Leo and his guests. He has a lot of wonderful guests on there talking about many different topics. And that is it, folks. If you have any questions or anything, any comments, reach out to me. Like I say, compile Swift anywhere, anywhere you can find it. It's probably me. And uh, share your thoughts with me. If you would like to be a guest on this show, on an episode and, and talk about something, please reach out to me as well. I, I'm always looking to do that, speak to interesting folks doing interesting things in the Swift world. With that, I will see you in the next one. Take care.